When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like... Whoa. And... Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. This episode of The Group Chat is brought to you by Lyft. Skip the hassle of finding and paying for parking. Take Lyft instead. You've been added to the group chat with your friends Caroline Can, Max Henson, and Will Bryan. Welcome to Indianapolis to the NFL Combine. The group chat on the road, but we left Will at home. And it, well, kind of. Or at on home. the slopes. Or Is on, he the slopes. on the slopes. Still? Have we heard from him? Is he okay? I haven't. I, well, I, he has corresponded with. Intern Zach, so I know he is. Oh, so he is of able well, mind. <laughs> I don't know about body. We'll see how his skiing I, adventure. I went, can't but. wait. I did enjoy <laughs> keeping up with him this weekend on social media with his extravaganza. He he went skiing. Oh, those of you that did not hear on the last group chat, he went skiing in West Virginia, and we've got a beer opening up on the group chat. We can't even make it. I a muted little my mic. In. I thought I thought it would, <laughs> no, it would work out. No. Matt's over here Don't opening up, up um, an ice cold soda. Uh, it's not really a beer because we're at the NFL Combine. We are working. We're in the convention center. I mean, this is always an interesting. It's an interesting day, and I actually want to bring surprise. We're going to bring Matt into this more than he thinks, because Max and I have been to multiple combines. How many mm-hmm. combines have you been to? A handful. I can't tell you exactly how many, but I've, this is probably enough like my, to my not fourth count or fifth combine, yeah. something like that. Yeah. So it's easy to count when you've never been before. <laughs> and this is what you're going through. You've yeah. been to one, this one day, one. one day. How was your first day? I loved it. I'm like a junkie for this kind of stuff, though. So it was fun. I was walking. Had to rub around. shoulders with a bunch of people I've watched for yeah, like ten years at least. So he, it's fun. He knew a lot of people. We were walking around trying to get interviews, and I. And I admit that I'm not very good at recognizing people. And he killed it. He knew exactly who they were. We I think I work. knew more about the analyst here than like Who the are players. you most starstruck <laughs> by? Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Uh, <laughs> Bill just gestured <laughs> towards himself. Um, I thought you weren't listening, Bill. He's got his headphones on like he's not listening, but yeah, 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 yeah. Um, screaming. It was cool. To, we talked to Ian Rappaport. That was pretty cool. He's, yeah. you know, up there. Uh, probably one of the more connected He's actually guys. not up there. He, he's actually <laughs> pretty short. <laughs> that is I meant true. the status. TV, TV is makes him look taller. I, I actually saw yeah, him earlier. I hope he heard that. About to get beat up by Ian um, It's the Tom Cruise effect. Susie Colbert, or Colper was here. That yeah. was pretty cool. She's been around forever, so that's it was cool to see I'm sure her. she loves that as well. He's called Ian Short <laughs> and Susie Holt. <laughs> I didn't call him. That Max actually called him Short. <laughs> it's I, not. You teed me up for her, though. I guess. No, no, like you're naming media types. No... Player. Oh, players, well, coaches, players, that really. I mean, how many LSU people are here? Do you know? 
I know today the to I think question. I saw in total how many LSU participants are there? Eleven, almost? sixteen. Okay, <laughs> I knew we had crazy. A that's 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 a lot. Well, we did. I just love how you <laughs> set him up to be so wrong. <laughs> sixteen. I think I got confused with the ones that left early. Ah, oh, all right. Well, I'm glad you had a good first day. No, it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to today too. What as was your biggest like takeaway? Like, what what are you gonna go home and like call your parents or call your fiance and be like, this is this is what happened today? Well, it's just weird to be in a room and like obviously I'm not on the same level as a lot of these people but it's like they're not looking at me as like a fan it's like yeah he might be at the bottom of the totem pole but he's like <laughs> but you're on the totem he's pole. on the totem pole <laughs> exactly so that, that's pretty cool, oh, that's to, cool to be in a professional setting with a lot of these people that I've looked up to for a long time that's really cool what do you remember about your first combine um how tiring it is oddly you know like essentially I'm just going from podium to podium with a recorder but this convention center is huge, and by the end of the day, you've walked so many steps that it's like, man, for just, like, being in a convention center, it's oddly exhausting. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it, the days are long. I mean, like, they today we cycle through quarterbacks, tight ends, wide receivers. They just come in half-hour increments for a few hours. Then we're waiting on Matt Rule. So today was the busiest day for mm-hmm. us, and obviously now, you know, we're still churning through the Rule presser and, and getting out the content from that, so... Yeah, I just remember, like, thinking, well, it's not going to be that involved, you know. It's not, like, there's not really any football happening. They're just right. talking. But it's it, they're long days out here in Indy, for yeah. sure. I don't really have a, a cool story for mine. I think I just I do- Of course, remember the shrimp cocktail as my, as my first yes. combine. Yes. That was never the one been, thing. If you've yeah. never been to Indianapolis and tried the shrimp cocktail, we're going to get you some. All right. Don't worry about it. We're clear tomorrow. Out your, clear out your sinuses. Tomorrow we can, we can get you some. But I don't remember much. I, I think, like you're saying, it's overwhelming mm-hmm. the day is because you don't really know the schedule on your first one even coming years you don't really know the schedule yeah. you don't know exactly what's going to happen coaches are walking in and out a story that I do have though it wasn't the first combine but it was the combine after um the Colts hired Frank Reich mm-hmm. during the process of looking at coaches I I think it was the year or maybe it was the year Kyle Shanahan was hired in what year do we remember? I don't think it was with, the same year. With San Fran? Uh, 2017 was his first year there, I Okay, say. so it was actually when we were going through our GM yeah. search. And the reason when it was going through of, of when the Colts were hiring Chris Ballard, we looked at some coaches, too, because the writing was a little bit on the wall that, okay, he may keep Pagano for a year, but then after that he may bring in his own guy. So we're right. kind of looking, what are these coaching connections that maybe we can get some sound from guys? Like, we were really going out on a limb here. Yeah. I had looked up Kyle Shanahan so much, I thought I knew him. Yeah. And so when he started walking through the podiums where the podiums are, I almost went up and said, hey, how are Like, I right. it didn't register that Weird. he would have no idea who yeah. I, I would be. And thankfully, I caught myself before I got up to go do <laughs> yeah, that. That would have been pretty embarrassing. But been. I yeah. think about that every time I see him, and I <laughs> saw him today, and I thought, gosh, thank God. You're I just waiting for him myself. one day to look at you and be like, Caroline, what's up? Yeah, I'll like, be like, <gasps> You actually do know. Oh, my God. I knew we were friends. But it is an overwhelming day. um, I will say that's one of the the strange things about the first combine for me, too, was just, like, walking down a hallway and seeing, like, seven different head coaches in the span of Mm -hmm. a couple minutes. Just, like, everyone is here in the league. And, like, so, like, you walk, you know, by Starbucks and there's, like, a GM you recognize and a couple coaches. And then here's, you know, all the media types, the Schefters. It's just, like... The entire NFL universe is in this one place. So especially the first time going through that, I just remember being kind of like, 
I could just people watch for hours because yes. they're just all these recognizable faces. <laughs> and you do get to people watch for hours yeah. because you just sit in here Essentially. And, you, and you wait <laughs> yeah. and you work and you wait and you work and you exactly. wait. But uh, it is, like we said, a very overwhelming week, but it's really cool to see all these prospects um, be very polite uh, mm-hmm. be very open to any and all media opportunities that they have. And this is one of the last times, I always joke, that they'll do this. Uh, yeah. Because once they get into the league, it becomes all about football and they just don't want to do a lot of these media things, which you have to understand that some part of it. Um, so it is fun to get to know these players' first yeah. impression and all the media that they're going to be doing leading up to the draft. Well, let's go behind the curtain a little bit of what happened today. Um, Max, your biggest takeaways from listening to a lot of these players, we'll get to the rule mm-hmm. uh, press conference in a little bit. If you do want to hear, if you're just dying of like, what did rule say and you haven't heard yet, that is on Panthers.com. You can yep. listen to that um, and watch that. But what is your takeaway from today? You talked to a lot of players yeah. and, and coaches. Yeah, I guess we'll start with the players first. I mean, the, the big attraction today, obviously, was Joe Burrow. The, the sheer size of the crowd that was yeah. forming around his podium just like 15 minutes beforehand. Um, I mean, you, you you know, every year at the combine, the the top quarterback prospect is is the big attraction. So obviously this year it's Burrow, and um, you know, it was funny. I think like he sat down and knew he was like, I gotta get comfortable because I'm gonna be here for a while answering some questions. Yep. And whether it was about the comments that were maybe taken out of context about Cincinnati and how he feels about being potentially the first round pick, any sort of leverage he feels he might have, I, I thought he did a really good job of just navigating the whole thing. He has an undeniable swagger to him that is evident when he's playing football, and it's also evident when he's sitting at a podium. I mean, the guy carries himself with a certain just confidence. I wouldn't say it's arrogance. Um, It doesn't come off that way, but it's clear he's very comfortable in his own skin. He's very prepared. Um, And you can just tell why people follow him, you know, in a huddle and on a football team. So. I came away very impressed with the way he handled himself. It was interesting to listen to Tua speak, guy who went through such a gruesome injury. The last image we all had of him was in tears, being carted off the field. The last thing anybody wants to see right before this part part of the process. So it was interesting to hear him talk about where he's at. And the wide receivers. Um, this is Anybody you talk to here will tell you it's the deepest wide receiver group we've seen. I mean, all the way through round four, there are going to be guys who are going to be impact, you know, contributors. Um, so there's just a lot of talent on display. And hearing those guys just kind of talk about being a part of that class. I mean, it's 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 kind of a cool to be a part of, but it's also, man, in another draft, a guy who might mm-hmm. be a first late first round pick might not be taken until a second or third round just because of the strength of yep. the class. Um, so curious to see how those guys run, especially um jump and do all those things with the testing because especially at those skill positions we know those are some freak athletes but the interviews i thought especially with wide receivers you're always going to get guys who are confident with their speed um are not afraid to, to say it you know and uh rugs out of alabama said i'm the fastest guy here no Loved doubt it. about it um you should I believe caroline him. yeah you asked that i would race him i said i, I i'm not you're scared i'm not for, doing scared I'm not, of prime time yeah no i'm not doing jewels with my pro day my, you can talk to my agent yeah. about that we've just it's been a long season and I'm <laughs> you gonna, and joe burrow are not I'm, doing i'm resting testing. and recovering yes joe burrow also said he's not going to be doing drills but i thought it was interesting too one of the things he said was lsu season was so long yeah. it was essentially an nfl season i mean they were playing into the nfl playoffs and i think a lot of those lsu guys are smartly deciding i'm going to wait till pro day and allow myself to kind of rest yep. and recover which which makes sense to me um, so yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a good day interviews, quarterbacks, always a lot of attention. And then with this wide receiver group, um, it's very, very competitive 
and there's a lot of talent there. Well, that was really the first round of interviews for these prospects because they have two more. But these are not with the media members. These are behind closed doors. They are the informal and the formal uh, interviews that these prospects go through. And and this this process, we don't know a ton about these processes of, of what these interviews look like. But we do know that, you know, they're for an allotted amount of time, only one team can can get with these players at one time they only get you know 15 to 20 minutes you have to hit them with all these questions but what kind of questions are asked we don't really know it's one of the um questions of the nfl one thing that they keep mysterious is what questions are actually asked in those interviews we know mm-hmm. you know the Wonderlick is a part of this but then you know you also get into personal questions yeah we've we've heard like every once in a while somebody a weird will question. come to the the podium at the combine and like say like what you'll get asked they'll get asked what was the weirdest question you got oh, yeah. and you've we've heard some strange ones weird, over the years weird yeah. stuff but there are the formal yeah. and the informal so in spirit of that we are going to play a little game the segment for this podcast is going to be formal or informal and we're going to put out a quote that Matt Rule said at the podium today, taking the podium at the NFL Combine today, his first time at a Combine um, as an NFL head coach. He, he talked about that in his press conference today, um, talked about just kind of how he is approaching this, how the team is. But, of course, the big, big topic was about Cam Newton. This is really the first time that we've heard Matt Rule uh, give some detail Mm-hmm. on Cam Newton and yeah. his future and, and anything like that. So uh, we're going to give the formal statement is going to be from Matt Rule himself. And then we're going to come behind with the informal and give you our takeaways um, and maybe some insight into what was said. So for this first one, let's just go, of course, about Cam Newton. And this is what Matt Rule formally had to say about the quarterback. You know, from my perspective, I'm unbelievably excited to get to get a chance to work with Cam. Um, you know, you come in from the outside, you don't really, you kind of know as a, as a fan, but just um, on a personal note, getting to know him, I mean, he is a diligent guy. He's working so hard, um, both in Atlanta and in Carolina, to get himself healthy. Um, you know, you meet him, he's, a, he's this massive man, impressive man, and um, I've really enjoyed getting to know him. I've enjoyed getting to, you know, sit down in the cafeteria when he comes by, sitting down in my office. I think he's doing a great job, and for me, you know, the way he balances being a great father, the way he balances being a great, you know, quarterback, and the way, you know, the things he's done in the community are, are really, really important. So uh, I want to make sure I say that. And so I'm excited to get him healthy. Obviously, um, you know, that's the number one goal for us. Um, he's doing a great job of doing his part. We have to make sure that we're doing our part as we, uh, as we try to get him healthy for the 2020 season. So, but uh, I know you guys have lots of questions, so I'll listen to you guys. You know, um, I, I probably won't say about anybody that, they'll, hey, they'll be a starter. I'll try to be really, you know, um, especially in my first year, try to be really um, uh, disciplined about not promising things to certain guys. I'll just say that I really want him on the team, and I really want him to be healthy. And I know when, when Cam's healthy who he is and the type of player that he is. And so my focus, you know, you'll hear me say I'm a process-oriented guy, and that just sounds so cliche. I know. I know. My wife says, like, Matt, stop saying the process. But... To me, it's just about, hey, am I, are we doing all the things to get him healthy? When Cam's healthy, he's you know, one of the best of the best. So um, I won't speculate maybe on the future of really any player on our team, you know, but um, I'd like to get him healthy. I'd like to get him out there. That's more than we've gotten in the past couple of months. We've always heard about the health, and David Tepper has said that multiple times. Right. And of hearing that, of it is – his health, but I think that was the first time, um, and there's, there is more to this if you do want to hear it on Panthers.com, but I mean, this was the first time that, you know, we heard if Cam is healthy, 
we like him. Yeah. And, and we want him here. Yeah, I know. And I think, and Matt uses the phrase there, no doubt. You know, I think people do have some doubts on the outside. And that's why a lot of the questions about Cam are being asked and his future is uncertain. Um, you know, with the injuries the past two seasons, I think there there is there's some doubt out there. But I think what Matt's point there is that when healthy, and again, that's as you mentioned, Caroline, something Dave Tepper has said over and over, that's the big factor in this equation, right, is he's got to be healthy to be out there on the field. When healthy, um, they feel like there is no doubt about his ability and what he can do. Yep. He's he's the quarterback of this team. The The hard part of this equation is just getting him healthy and keeping him healthy. And that's that's that we're in a situation right now where he's not healthy at the moment. Matt Rule talked about the fact that he's not cleared right now. He's trending in the right direction, but this is a process that, to Cam's credit, he's been working really hard to get himself there. It's just not there yet, and so this is a bit of a looking down the line, feeling like things are going in the right direction. And Matt, you know, again mentioned to the media today, he doesn't need him healthy right now. He needs him healthy, yep. healthy in September. And it's a matter of trying to get himself to that point where they could have Cam Newton, the former NFL MVP quarterback, and all that comes with that. His ability level is clear. Um, when he when when he's he's healthy, this this team has its quarterback. I thought that this was just a breadcrumb. Like we, you know, everyone out there wants these answers. We we want to know now. You know, mm-hmm. is he? It, what's his future? What's going on? I thought this was a nice little breadcrumb that goes back to what Matt Rule has said since he took the job was, and and he even joked in this press conference. You know, I know fans don't love to hear this. Even his wife, Julie, tells him, stop using this word because, you know, the process. But this is just another piece. Better get used to that word. Yes, this is another piece of the process. And I thought what was interesting, too, we went into a a bit more detail of explaining what that process means in terms of Cam Newton and his health and, and his future in Carolina. And he said, look, everyone's job right now is to make sure that Cam is healthy. He gave Cam props for doing his part of making sure he's at rehab, uh, making sure he's in the building, getting everything done that he needs to be done uh, or, or get done. And then he says, but it's also on the coaches to make sure that, you know, they're putting him in a position of whether that's not putting too much pressure on him, not going out and saying something of a timeline in the, right. um, you know, to the media and then putting that kind of pressure on him, but also on the training staff, also on the owner, also on, you know, everyone in the organization, the focus is to get him healthy. I know that's not the answer that maybe everyone was looking for, but that's where we are. And I think this was more information than we have gotten. Um, and maybe just more clarity mm-hmm. than what we've gotten. I-, I wouldn't say that anything that was said today was breaking news. No. I think it was just some clarity to yeah. what we've heard over these past couple of months. Yeah. And I honestly think just looking at some of the reaction, I think the fans just kind of needed to hear this, even yep. if it wasn't an extremely declarative statement, it was a message of support for a quarterback who obviously has become really beloved by this fan base and I think in this kind of period where everyone has all these questions and wants to know what's happening just to hear from the head coach speak in this manner on this subject I think was important for people to hear and I think that's kind of what we're seeing in the reaction to it is just people feeling like okay now I just have a little bit better of an idea of what's happening with this team with this quarterback and I think that's that's been a good thing for this fan base uh, on the whole. And just w- what I've seen in the reaction to it, I think people were happy just to see Matt address this head on. And obviously happy, too, to hear what he had to say about Cam. I mean, he said some really nice things yeah. about him. Clearly, they're, they've gotten off on a, on, a str- on the right foot, just kind of communicating, getting to know each other a little bit. Um, and that, I think that's what everybody was kind of hoping to hear. 
Yep. All right. Another thing about Cam, the next formal uh, answer that we got from Matt Rule was when he was asked by The Athletic about Cam as a starter, here was his formal response. I don't think I'm going to say, you know, any, anybody's a starter yet. I, I think that really, just in the first year, you know, I think it's really important for me as I go in there that I want to create a culture of competition. I want to create a culture where, you know, nothing's promised anybody. I think, you know, in years two and three for me, it'll, maybe it'll be a little bit different, but um, I think that's really important for me. But that being said, I don't think that has anything to do with Cam. That just has to do overall the philosophy. When it comes to Cam, Cam's a special player. And so really the, the only thing that really matters right now is getting him healthy. Um, but I want to make sure I say I'm, I'm excited to have him here and I want him to be here. I want to, I want to coach him. I just have to make sure that the, the, the coaching part of it is to, to make sure he's healthy. So I think this is a bit – there's two things to this. So in our informal response here, I think there's two sides to this. The first one is what we were just reiterating that – that's not where their focus is right now on if Cam is he starting as of February 25th. He's not healthy, so you can't right. start him today. So, I, I mean, I, I really think Rule's going to – he's going to continue to say that until his health is cleared. But the fact that I also walked away from this was he's not kidding when he says that everyone has this clean slate you're going to walk in. He even made a joke um, a little bit – uh, reference. I won't say it was a joke, but it was a reference to the running backs. That mm-hmm. you know, even there's a competition there. You have Christian McCaffrey. Like we, yeah. we get it. We, we no, it, that's your starter. And I think at every other position, you know, talking to analysts around here is, it's there are question marks everywhere except for running back. But then you can even make a case for the running back where some people are throwing around these wild speculations of trade, which Matt Rule also talked about. Of of everyone is you know they're they're taking questions and, and mm-hmm. taking calls from Fielding anyone. Though, they will continue yes. to, yeah. So even that is a question mark. So I just took away from from this that Matt Rule's creating a competitive locker room. Mm-hmm. And so he's not going to on February 25th or 26th or 27th or for the next, I, I believe Bill did the wonderful math for us. As of the 25th, there are 201 day, days until the start of the season. Right. He's not naming a starter. Yeah, What to that point. The coaches I've been around don't like announcing a starter six days before a game <laughs> or two days before a game, let alone 201. Six months. Let's do it's it. It's just not in their nature to be asked a question about who's your starter at X position and for them to willingly just give. They just, they're just not comfortable doing that. Yep. So this far out, I'm not at all surprised that that's not, that's not really a corner Matt wanted to be backed into. But my own words here if and this goes to the previous question that we just an answer that we just talked about, if Cam Newton is healthy, Cam Newton is the starting quarterback. I think that's just kind of where where this is. Mm-hmm. But being the head coach, all the cameras around you, again, what we know about football coaches, they're just not they're not very willing to say, oh yeah, 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 here, he's, he's going to be our starter. Yep, it's just go. not something they tend to do. No, it's not, and that leads us to our final quote. So for the formal, this is where. I think it's interesting to hear him talk about the, I don't want to steal the quote, but just uh, the edge that maybe this staff has going into 2020. There's places that, you know, obviously, uh, like any team this time of year, that we have to build, you know, you know, as you know, I probably don't want to say too much about what we're you know, going to do because it kind of gives, one nice thing about being a first-time head coach is no one really knows what our defense is or our offense is, and so I'd like to keep that as long as possible. So, you know, but I think we have a really good plan. Um, you know, we want to, as I said, the first step of the plan is a combine, then free agency, then the draft. But um, there's, there's good players. There's guys who are really, you know, one thing I've been impressed with is the locker room and, like, the culture of the guys that are there. I've really liked the guys that I've met them so far. So um, just making sure we bring in other good guys around them. I'm going full biased here on this informal response to this. This was one of my favorite quotes because I saw this happen in Indianapolis 
for a couple of years, when Baller took over as GM, there is this, you know, you have no idea what we're going to do in the draft, so we're not going to show anyone we're keeping everything close to the vest. But then you really see it when you get a new coach, because it's true. You don't know the scheme. Right now, you don't even know who the starting quarterback is. You don't know who anyone really outside the running back who could be, you know, your your premier guy. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. You don't know what OTAs are going to look like. You don't know how many days they're going to be tackling in training camp. You just don't know anything. And I love that he leaned into that and was like, look, guys, I'm not telling. Yeah. I'm just not going to tell you. And I I just kind of – I smirked when he did it because I thought, don't. Right. <laughs> like, don't. Yeah, no, you, you have you this you have for one year. Right. For one year, you have this. Yeah. No, and I, th- I think, yeah, that's – certainly something he feels is an advantage that he wants to continue to use is there's there's not as as the saying always goes uh there's not a lot of tape on the Matt Rule Panthers there is none so that's an advantage right now um I think in those coaches offices at Bank of America Stadium they do have a plan that they're putting in place and I think they have an idea of what they're going to look like on defense and what Joe Brady is going to want to do on offense it's not finalized yet but that's what they're working on right now but yeah, there's no reason for Matt to come out here today and start d- divulging all of that to everybody. Yeah. It'd be interesting to hear, and we would yeah, all love to write love about to it, it and talk about it. Yes, but we I would totally, love to hear it. I totally get it. And and look, in situations like this, I think every head coach is meeting with his communication staff, and at the end of their podium session, they hope to come away saying, "I I didn't really say too much, did I?" You know, like you're you're they're trying <laughs> to get out of it without saying really anything. Um, and now, of course, there's a game to play here, and you know you have to be, you have to give something to your fans, and there are people who are looking for, you know, you got to give them some substance. But as a head coach, you want to walk away feeling like, oh, I didn't step in anything, I didn't yeah. give away too much, um, especially this time of year. Everyone is so high strung about what our plans are for the draft and what we're going to do in free agency. It's so secretive. This league is just so protective of that. Yeah. Um, that I think you know. The, the sweat on Matt's forehead is maybe a little bit just like, whew, I got, I got out of there without have, without getting pushed into something I didn't want to get pushed into. Well, I think the Panthers' biggest competitive advantage right now is the mystery of what the Carolina Panthers are going to be. It's what it's what is keeping everyone asking questions, but I think for some coaches and GMs when they come here, they have an agenda to either quiet something down or mm-hmm. to, you know, we're not going to do this. The best thing that Matt Rule can do right now, and it is not fun to hear, it's just going to make us all be very patient and pull our hair out, is to be quiet yeah. and to just not divulge too much. Right. You know, I, I just I think for this offseason, it's going to be a bit yeah. frustrating. You know, I do love about this time of year, though, is the smoke screen. It's when yes. people they people say oh, something, yes. but it's a it's a <laughs> diversion. It's trying to get your attention so somewhere else. The owner of the Indianapolis Colts, Jim Irsay, just had a press conference on Tuesday. Uh-huh. And I... Was it Tuesday? Today's Tuesday. On Sunday, he had mm, this. I don't okay. even know what day it sure. is yet. Yep. On Sunday, because um, <laughs> why not? Don't matter. Yeah. It's okay. On whatever. Sunday, um, and he said that in his press conference, he was like, "Now we're gonna we're gonna throw throw some people off, throw some smoke screens what, out there with what we're doing." And right. I, it's one of those that's Misdirection. like, "That's like you can't tell people you're gonna do it." Then oh, they then know? they know, but you you'll, know you'll never know what's real and what's not. You'll you never don't? know. Mm-hmm. You'll have some people, you know. A, Watching a guy to pro day and go watch him, right? And, and that's a very know, real thing. Very like, real. People, you know, NFL types. I think have have said before, like they're kind of proud of the moments where it's like, ah, see, we thought you all <laughs> thought, you know, we sent people out to this pro day, or everyone thought we were so interested in this guy. When all along, it was, it was this. That's guy. kind of the fun of it, right? It is another thing. I recent I, I heard about this combine. There's a lot of changes to this combine, and just from from a 
protocol, kind of mm-hmm. how things are going to run. Like they, they moved the interview rooms from this hotel that has always been home to these interviews. It's now in Lucas Oil Stadium in yeah. the suites of the stadium. New um, drills, like new, we talked about last time. New, yeah, new, new apparel new for the guys. New, new era. New era. It used to be Under Armour. Yes. So what do you what do you think of the new era apparel? It's it's very not flashy. I the Under Armour stuff it, was very flashy, very bright flashy, colors. But I liked that for the for this. I think mm-hmm. this is it adds to it. I don't mind it so much. Really, the Pro Bowl is what bothered me. Okay, you're you're at the Pro Bowl. It is nothing but fun, and these guys are in black and white practice yeah. uniform. I just thought that was weird. I think here it looks kind of sleek and you know, it's it, real it's, clean. I definitely yeah, liked it. Like you're here, into it. I was into it because it, this is a little bit more business. Mm-hmm. But I didn't love the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The Pro Bowl, Bowl should be fun. I mean, there, there should be a lot. But it does look clean here. What about yeah. when they went to the neon in the Pro Bowl? Did you like Loved that? Loved it. You did? You like the neon not? orange and the because neon green? Because no one wears that. Yeah. And I think when you go black and white, then it's kind of like, well, is that Raiders? Or, you know. Mm, true. I liked the neon. I like going going crazy. Yeah. But back to this is an interesting piece about the interviews. I heard this and I thought it was really interesting. So normally when they do these interviews, it's a free-for-all. So they the teams have – you know, interns or equipment guys that are their runners. And this is happening. Let's paint the picture for everybody. This is what happens, like, in the evening hours, right? In the right? evening hours, So, yes. like, the, you know, this is not this a is media a interview. This is the yeah, team no, this representatives is the team. getting ready to speak to these guys. Yes. And each player prospect is just walking around this hotel, and they're popping into these informal interviews. The formal interviews are scheduled. Right. The informals are not. So there's just kind of like a bullpen, and you can go grab who you want. In years past, they have been able to – kind of grab guys in any order. And there was no real system to it. I mean, sometimes the player could say, no, I'm supposed to go here. And they could be like, no, you're not. You're coming with us. And so there were some, we've heard, of some physical altercations about this. This year is a little bit different. They are, <laughs> Bill is making fun of me in the middle of trying to work. This is not a professional setting that I thought I was walking into, Bill. But this year they're actually putting a handler with these prospects, and there's only one spot for teams to be waiting. I think it's going to cause more problems. Yeah. I would love to like just be a fly just be on the a wall handler. and watch this. Well, I would volunteer to be a handler yeah. because these We uh, should send you in undercover. Yes. So you I would definitely go under this. the radar. Yeah. As a female running these guys around. Yeah. But I think it is PR assistance. Maybe we can ask Maria if she's We got to find out more about this. I'm fascinated. There but these guys will be walking around and they'll have their handler and then these runners will they still but they only get one runner now. You could have, mm-hmm. you know, four or five. They get one runner and the runner will just have to stand there. And wait, I'm, I'm looking at Matt just right yeah, now. You just have to look at him and be like, okay, we want him next to get in that queue. And if the, if the you know, handler is like, no, we already have someone in the queue, then you just have to wait and follow this, yeah. this poor handler. Yeah. Are they getting counseling afterwards? Is this the it's best the system we can, we can create well, that for was, this? I, when I heard the change, I was like, weren't, weren't you supposed to make this better yeah. for them? This is, now it's just worse for the handler. Maybe the prospect gets off, but. What? Well, the pass interference reviews were supposed to make things easier, but that didn't work either. So it's true. Good point, Hogan. Hot takes. Good point. And Rappaport short. <laughs> I didn't say Susie's that. That was Max. <laughs> and uh, the pass interference. Re- I said none of work. those. Th- well, I did say the third one, but <laughs> <laughs> the other two I didn't say. Uh, the NFL Combine, it's still going here in Indianapolis. It's going to be going for the rest of the week. We're getting close to shutting Radio Row down. We though. Everyone's packing up around us. Well, Bill we work, left. We work hard. Bill, 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 Bill just left. Yeah. He just was done with We are one of the talking. last ones here on Radio Row wrapping up day Humble one. Humble brag. We just work harder than everybody else. We everybody do. else. That's e- right. Of everyone. The Giants have packed up the Jets alongside us. Bills have been gone for like two Bills hours. Bills have been gone. <laughs> Shows what Who kind else? Of Raiders. Man. I mean, no sign of them. 
I haven't even seen the Raiders today. To be honest with you. <laughs> it's Damn. because they look like the prospects. They're in black and white. Oh, you don't that's know who true. it is. They blend in. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, see, that's the problem with those new era, the new era look. Do you, do yeah. you think I could get one with, like, PP01 podcast producer? Wow. Just walk around? Maybe, you know? Would people take PP. me more seriously or PP. less seriously? Yeah, PP01. I was wondering, where is he going with this? I was like, PP01. <laughs> oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Podcast producer. It, no, I don't, they say I don't think like we can make that happen. Wide I'm receiver sorry, one, no. wide receiver eight, whatever it is. But the NFL Combine is going to be going all week long. We have some fun things um, for the group chat, but also just for Panthers properties all throughout the Combine. As we zero in on the NFL draft, this is the only time of the year I will listen to anyone talk about a mock draft. Um, But I am counting down the days until we don't have to read those anymore and we know who those Panthers are. But thank you so much for listening to this group chat episode. We will be back. And, guys, we still need to pray for Will. So we hope he's okay on the slopes. We hope to hear from him. We're thinking about you, man. Will, miss you, buddy. We'll talk to you all tomorrow. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.